0: Hey this is Skylar from He is Legend and you're listening to Vulgar Display of Podcast <laughs>
1: Hi, and welcome to the Vulgar Display, of podcast live from the Barn Studios. You got the Mox here with Dale. What's up, Dale? What's up, buddy? How are you? Doing really good. We have a special guest online. Huge. We are big fans of this yes. guy and this band. We've actually been trying to get this interview for a while. We're yes. so lucky that we have Skyler from He Is Legend. Skyler, how are you, man?
0: Yeah, Yo, how's it going? I'm doing great. How are y'all?
1: Good. Doing man. really good. Nice. Very good. Like you said, we've thanks been trying. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks for being here with us, man. Like I said, we've been wanting this one for a good minute now.
0: My pleasure.
1: Yeah, we put a list together early on when we started this podcast a little over a year ago, and you guys were on the list, and then, like, um, Jimi Hendrix was on the list as well. (laughs) Queen. Yeah, Yeah, right. But we are big fans, and we're excited. You're coming to St. Louis at the Old Rock House, July 12th. He is legend. Great haven for your health. Great bill. Great lineup. We're excited to have you back in town, man. Yeah, damn yeah right.
0: we're stoked to be out with them and, and uh, stoked to be coming back to St. Louis for sure. This has been a long time coming. And uh, yeah, it's going to be going to be a cool run.
1: I saw that Haven was opening. I thought that was a perfect choice for you guys. How much do you guys how much are you guys involved in picking the bands that you tour with?
0: Uh, when we're doing headlining gigs, we we kind of have a, a decent say. But this was one of those things that kind of came out of nowhere where we were like, yeah, we really like this band. And and, and we've been talking for about a year just trying to make something work. So, uh, it finally kind of linked up to where we could could get on the road with these boys and we're we're fans. So, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a dope little lineup.
1: Is it important for you to sort of take maybe younger bands or not as uh well-known bands and kind of take them under your wing and give them exposure that they might not get on their own?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that's kind of the name of the game in in rock and roll, you know. I mean, it certainly was done to us by bands like story of the year and seven dust and kill switch engage and Gage, you know right at the beginning and and we you know i don't know where we would be without cutting our teeth with with those bands that were you know big solid footprint acts you know mm-hmm. um we're a mid-level rock and roll band doing things still the diy way but uh it's um it's cool to be able to to find kindred spirits in music especially these days where you know it's a rarity to find real amps on stage and and whatnot. So so we're a loud tour put together here. Thank you.
2: Sure. Speaking of like uh, having the younger bands, I read where you started making music in high school, and I was curious of who. Was, what was your first big tour like? Who was it with, and how old were you?
0: Um, I think the fir- our first tour, like our first time leaving town, um, we were probably just fresh out of high school, you know, like, um, night, 18, 19. And we, we drove down to Florida in this little, um, 1979 Plymouth Voyager van that I had. It was like a, a panel van with a bed in the back. And I had like two twelve subwoofers. <laughs> Perfect. and, uh, yeah. So we rocked down there in like a little U-Haul trailer pulling with that, like old seventies motor, you know, uh, putting along I think maybe four out of the seven shows were canceled or like didn't really exist in the first place and uh we ended up like playing in a pizza shop and um but that was our first experience really getting out of town we we toured down to Florida and doing everything wrong you know like <laughs> spending a hundred dollars on a hotel room and, yeah you right. know, when you're like two hours from home <laughs> uh, I think the most notable thing that happened right at the beginning was the probably the kill switch tour was like our first real foray to yeah major Mm -hmm. and our first real like productive tour um would have to be when like right at the beginning we went out with our friends and beloved and they were you know they had just come off of uh opening for my chemical romance like i mean they were kind of in this in this spot to be a kind of a huge success and uh so we were we were with them through a lot of that and cool. and just because they're you know very central North Carolina, like local to us. Mm-hmm. so yeah, we st- we hung tight with with those dudes and Norma Jean and um, you know did some shows with Comeback Kid, and Misery signals. I mean all those those bands that we look back now might not have known that we were doing something huge, but it was was pretty substantial back then.
1: How much of the live show is part of the He is' legend experience? Uh, I think it's, you know, we have a,
0: we have a cult following. So like, I think it's for our, our live show is for the fans. And I think that's one of the biggest, the biggest parts of our, you know, of, of the He is Legend experience is is seeing it live and feeling the, the energy and the vibe and, and just feeling the sonic, like just this pure loudness for lack of a better word, you know I mean? It's uh it's a loud, energetic show, and I think uh, you don't really get the full experience. I mean, you get a good experience on record. That's mm-hmm. why we make our music, but uh, playing it live is a different animal. So, yeah, I'd say it's a big part of it. Absolutely.
1: Can I quote you real quick? Sure. <laughs> so, you said, uh, we're a rock band at the heart of it all. We live for the hour on stage every night. Would you say that that's, would you say that's your, where you're at your most comfortable when it comes to being in the band?
0: Yeah, I mean, I even, I think I, you know, we all probably just tune out for that, that hour we're on stage or 40 minutes or how, you know, however long it's, when you get out there, if, if everything is, is right and, you know, and you're, you're, you're a well-oiled machine, um, it it should be a visceral experience for you, uh, at least in my, in my experience, I find that, so bad day good day when you get on stage and you start playing the set you know it doesn't matter if there's four people there or four thousand it's Mm -hmm. it's a you know that's what we're up there for and that's why we do this
1: i gotta tell you about a personal experience i had seeing you guys one time (laughs) yeah we actually hung out before you wouldn't remember. It was many years ago. We, you know, we're we're in our late thirties and forties here, so we're old school. He is legend, yes, guys. Right, day one. Right. Yeah, but yeah. it was it was at a skate park in Joplin, Missouri, down in southern. I remember
0: Missouri. that show well. I know exactly <laughs> the story you're about to tell. Hell yes.
1: <laughs> so, uh, with the the Devil Wears Prada. Yep. Yep. So you guys were our favorite band at the time and we were just absolutely in love with you. You killed the set, murdered the set, and I'm not sure like if the set's even over. Still like the still the set still might be going on now. It's still going today. <laughs> it's like, I think, like, yeah, I'll- I remember
0: I think two people might have walked off stage but for like a good 30 minutes we just like kept making noise yeah
2: Yeah. the lights came on it was
0: at the same show we played i am hollywood three times in a row just i I, mean that's i
1: think you might
0: definition of the road getting to you
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) so like the lights came on and like i think the set was over but and some members started taking you know equipment off stage but skylar was up there hammering cymbals and drums and it was like a drum circle at one point it was like yeah what is going on here? But it was such a memorable experience. I've been to a lot of shows, seen a lot of bands. It's one of the ones that always stick out. Me and my buddies always still talk about it.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I think we were kind of at wit's end by, you know, back then it doesn't really happen too much anymore, but, uh, you know, we were in the middle of a two month tour, booking another two month tour, booking headlining shows to get to another tour, you know, and, and we were wild and wanted to be on the road. And, you know, uh, fueled by you know the substances we were on well that's the uh, uh, pre-party yeah right your like determination to become something you Mm -hmm. know to to see something happen and and shake something loose so in those instances you know really trying to be like you know throw curveballs was was fun for us and you know we'll you'll still get the odd night where we're just like you know stir crazy or a little just like plumbed out tuckered out and and uh you know we start getting a little weird on stage but <laughs> you you got to keep it keep people guessing sometimes
1: oh for sure do you ever plan anything like that or is that all spontaneous spur of the uh, moment? yeah
0: i think that all comes out just 100 percent spontaneously you know much like you know you never know what somebody's gonna jam on at sound check you know so mm-hmm. Yeah. people who are hanging around at soundcheck will be like did y'all just learn that song on the spot you know we end up playing an allison Chains song or like a zz top lick or something and and just jam on it until we get it it's uh it's much like that where you just you know something fly. spontaneous will happen and everybody feels the vibe and like kind of you know checks everybody and then we have these unspoken looks that work so mm-hmm. um yeah that's uh You never really plan anything like that. But one fortunate accident at rehearsal could really, you know, throw something neat in the set just because, you know, something to switch it up.
1: You know, you mentioned I Am Hollywood. And I know for a couple of years, I don't think you guys were playing it live, sort of banned it from your set or, or something. When you think about those old times and those old songs, do they give you a certain feeling or or, you know, what's your sense on those older songs and some of the tunes that you sort of came up with? What's your feeling on them now?
0: I I mean, you certainly hear your age when you listen back 20 years later. But I, I think they hold a special place as to, like, you know, it's like a time capsule for us. Back then, when we were fed up with the song, you know, we had been playing it for years and years on end, and it was, like, annoying to us to just have that be the one song people wanted to hear. You kind of felt like, are we stuck in this one album? And looking back now, we recognize that the fans have you know totally stuck with us and grown with our albums as we've matured but uh you know two two to three records in we thought hey people should be digging this stuff and not like pissed that we're not playing i'm hollywood i mean it might have been a silly mistake to not do that for a while back then but uh you know young boys will be boys (laughs) right and i mean um, we
2: we pay to see you and if that's what you guys want to play play on
0: yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think now we do it because like there's a there's the nostalgia that people might be feeling for that song when they hear us play it live. Like we're feeling the same thing, you know, like it's it's yes. it might not be the most fun thing to play or like the most with it as far as the way we feel about ourselves now. But it is a, a time stamp that um when you play it live now, it's just it's got an energy behind it that people just it's almost like it's unexpected to hit so hard,
2: you know? Yeah you guys have the best title song ever for a song in the history of music. Either they decorated for Christmas early or they're all dead. That (laughs) that song. Oh my gosh. I I
0: think that literally was just something I said one day when we drove past some (laughs) Christmas lights in the middle of like July. And you're like, what's that? (laughs) We were on tour just or like, you know, going somewhere. We used to drive, do these like late night drives back from playing in Fayetteville, North Carolina, which yeah. is like two and a half, three hours from us, right around two, two, two and a half hours. But we would never stay the night, you know? So we would play, get done at one o'clock and then just drive through the night back home. And in our delirium, you know, a lot of those song titles came out of stuff like that. You well, know? It, was,
2: it was perfect
0: back in the day when like everybody had like seven Senate long titles of songs yes
2: yep exactly what you're talking about yeah and you will know Uh, us by the trail reminds me of that
0: era of like music where being weird was uh what everyone kind of a badge of honor
1: yeah yeah you know you kind of treated the he is legends fan base to a little bit of an unexpected surprise when you started teasing these graphics of the new new album endless hallway and then all of a sudden you dropped it i mean was that planned out for you guys to kind of release it without full announcement or did I just miss the announcement? <laughs>
0: you know, that's probably part for the course for like the way that things happen around us. You know, like when the H2 came out, it was released at like a lower BPM. So everybody thought it was sped up when it was released. You know, it leaked at a weird slowed down version. I mean, there's always some hiccups that Happen around release time and uh yeah maybe you missed it maybe it was soft uh if it seems like there was mystique involved i think that's a uh, happenstance but no, we're okay with it
1: it usually happens with us well yeah we're
0: a slow burn kind of build you know so we rely on word of mouth for our exposure
1: with that being said do you guys consider you know how there's like comics comic they kind of say Do you feel like you're a band's band, and I don't really even know what that means? But do you feel like you are one?
0: (laughs) Oh, I know for a fact that we are one. I I, and I think I don't know what that has, if that's helped us or hurt us over our years, because it's you almost feel like sometimes people don't want to take you out because they don't want to know, you know, they don't want to lose the appeal. I mean, we've had people take us on tour just because they're fans and they want to watch us every night. We've uh, we've always known that bands dig us and and it, that is certainly an honor. But yeah, it's uh it's it's been said to us like, you know, through through the ages. So I think that it can, we can confirm it that bands dig us. And I think it just is is solely because we're so technically pr- proficient, you know, so mm-hmm. like musicians who might not, you know, like metal musicians and people who might not really dig or you know pop and rock might not be their favorite genre of the subgenres. like I, they might love the technicality and like the talent behind the drums the bass and the guitar so like um yeah i think that 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 ranged through because we're you know we we rehearse a lot and we're tight and and we pride ourselves on our live shows. so that's uh I think that's that's usually what you should do as a band, but maybe it's not everyone's uh front burner issue. um But yeah, we just we want to sound tight. We don't want to ever sound uh off at all, or like you know phoning it in. So the boys are always really well oiled.
1: You mentioned other bands liking you guys, and I know several years ago Rob Flynn, I think he had a little EP that he put out, or was even doing maybe a video series. Where he covered you guys, and I was pretty shocked by that.
0: Yeah, I was shocked by that too. <laughs> I mean, uh, I've never really met the guy, never talked to him. I think he's, we m- maybe like said hello at a at a show in LA, but, but, uh, yeah, I saw that video of him covering that tune off at HU, or, uh, yeah, I think it was at you and, uh, it was, it was crazy, it's pretty crazy, you know, I mean, such a, such a badass to be doing that. It's like, okay, um, i'd love to tour with machine head <laughs> <laughs> right sure we'll put, yeah, put that, that out sure.
1: there yeah so yeah so like what now yeah <laughs> yeah exactly so that's Have been done the new stuff
2: yeah speaking of being shocked how crazy was it to see your guys poster in the new fucking scream movie i lost it i went opening well night. i kind
0: of had something to do with that so oh you did it was it was crazy to see how prominent it was uh, but my my good buddy was the production designer of that movie. And uh, most every production designer I've ever worked with will randomly text me and say, hey, you got any posters we can throw in? A, you know, because you always need something on the wall. Yeah. And art clearance is hard. But uh, when he asked me, I didn't have anything. So I was like, why don't you just print off our logo? And I texted him our logo and he got it printed off so big that it was like, in the theater, when I saw it, I like gasped because I, I was expecting to like maybe catch a glimpse of it. But it no, it's huge, there. Though. So yeah, I, yeah. I, so went... I guess he is legend is actually in the stab universe so yeah
2: well cool. maybe we can very, play in the scream movie very cool like i said i went opening night and i'm sitting there and it, like the dude's standing there playing pool i'm like i know that was i swear i saw he was a legend poster we did a, actually yeah. had a podcast uh recording the next day and i told them about it well then three days later i went to the theater and watched it again and i confirmed them, like fellas yeah it was really yeah. and then you put it out on your instagram you're like holy shit like that's us. yeah, <laughs> yeah. It,
0: it was crazy i uh, actually cool. just i'm going to new york this weekend to see a premiere of a movie that i i worked on last summer with uh, the same production designer but i didn't sneak any hit any uh, legend gear into that
1: one yeah yeah and so yeah
0: and when somebody else does it it's fine but if i do it on my own it's kind of shameless so <laughs> 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 it's
1: not as cool yeah right well he texted us that he's like hey fellas i just saw his legend poster in this movie and were like no you didn't yeah the new scream <laughs> come on dude i'm yeah. like i yeah. swear like i am not I mean, it's, crazy it's huge
0: because it the, is i mean i love the scream franchise same and uh you know, luckily being living in a film town, we you know, we had the new Halloween was filmed here, the new nice. Scream was filmed here, that swamp thing show. I mean, we get good horror. The black telephone was in my neighborhood. Wow. Um, so when you're looking at the black telephone and all those houses, like I live in that in that little, like, crazy little 1970s looking neighborhood that's oh. my that's one of my houses so. so cool
2: yeah uh
0: yeah it's um it's, it's a cool film town but yeah so it's little things like that will uh will pop up my friend hillary wore our shirts on one tree hill when it was filmed here i mean i've snuck stickers on on things before so yeah yeah it's uh, that's a little perk of of being in there but yeah i don't man. know how much it did i don't know how many people were like seeing it and <laughs> i know i did i was mind-blowing Googling it but yeah. maybe let's hope
2: yeah yeah very cool
1: Man, we're excited to have you in town July 12th at the Old Rock House. He is Legend, Greyhaven, for your health. Doors are at 6.30, shows at 7.30. Mike Judy presents at the Old Rock House. Hey, real quick, yep. before we uh, before we get off here, I want to shout
2: out our boy Anthony Hedrick, our other co-host couldn't make it today sick huge fan wanted to be here oh and then, man yeah he really I'm wanted to be here that. yeah Anthony, he hates- yeah
0: dude we'll, yep. we'll chat at the yep. show
2: yep yep definitely and then our boy mike up in wisconsin is also a diehard fan and he oh, does a lot you. of our production oh, for us it. yeah and they uh, they they're really excited for this interview too so thank you for your time
0: hell yeah we'll appreciate it and we'll see you at the show all
2: right we'll, buddy, yeah, we'll see you then
0: see you. yep thanks for having me boys yeah we'll see you at the bar After a